Yeah, man. Beards. <laughs> yeah, I, I worry about that sometimes because like if I shave, I have a couple of daughters, right? Yeah. So like, and they're still kind of young and they're like, they still get freaked out after right. I shave. They're like, you're not. Yeah, you don't look Are like dad? dad. But uh, I think every kid has that story of their father, somebody in their family had had facial hair. Yeah. Uh, my dad picked me up. He, he's, had, he's had a mustache my entire life, except for maybe once or twice. Um, the first time he showed up at my daycare and I, I wouldn't go home with him. I was like, no, stranger danger. I'm not doing it. I'm not going home. He's like, Spencer, it's me. I'm like, no, you're not my dad. And finally the lady at the daycare was like, that's your father. Go, go to your dad. Went, uh. And in the no. second time, yeah, draw something on your face. I'm Trust you. Uh, and then the second time was about 10 years ago, and we were going to have an office party, you know, the office, the TV show party, and we were all going to dress up as characters. It was like the season premiere or something. So we, talk, <laughs> we talked to my dad into dressing up like Dwight, so he shaved his mustache. And <laughs> the joke was nobody else dressed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he showed up by himself to an empty, basically, party. He was like, I shaved my mustache for this? Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Told you. No, it is pretty cool. Yeah. So, bikes. Bikes. Yeah. Bikes and beards go together. That's a good segue. Yeah, bikes and beards. So, how'd you get into biking? Um, let's see. When I was a kid, yeah. I rode a lot of BMX, okay. rode skateboards. Right. Uh, we always had, like, bicycles around. Right. You know, we'd build them up or whatever, and we'd ramp them and crash them and break them and then put them back together again. Right. Um, and then, you know... I would say somewhere along the lines of early high school, a buddy of mine got a bike, motorcycle, and he had always been into motorcycles, so he actually got one for himself, mm -hmm. you know, with his own money. And we worked on it a little bit. He would ride it, and I would ride it, and we'd ride it together. He's a little 80, you yeah. know, it was just a putt-putter, and it was a little dirt bike, you know. I'm, I'm really not sure what kind it was. Yeah. It was just like a Yamaha something. But it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then, like, after high school, I kind of quit. And then in my early 20s, I was dating this girl who had uh, a Harley, you know, like a 1200 kind of Sportster <laughs> with Screaming Eagle, yeah. everything. And uh, I was like, I'm going to ride it. I'm going to ride bikes. And so I took it around the block. I was like, all right, I'm going to go get a bike. And so what I did was I took class. Okay. Um, first thing you do, yeah. You know, right. Took the class, dipped my feet in. I loved it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go get a bike. So what I did was... Um, looked online, found a 71 CL350 okay. uh, in Lee's Summit, Missouri. It's, How far of a drive is that? Uh, eight hours? Yeah, eight hours yeah. or so. Packed up the uh, the truck, drove up there, one one shot, slept in Lee's Summit. I believe it was Lee's Summit where we got a hotel. Slept, and then the next morning met with a guy. He pulled it out of his barn, mm. like 900 miles on the bike. Oh, yeah, and I mean, it really wasn't a basket case. It just wouldn't run. Right. So loaded it up all the way home, got it to my apartment. Right. I was in, I was at Lee Hardware. Okay. You know, snuck it up the uh, the elevator <laughs> and snuck it in my apartment. About three or four months later, after sourcing all the parts that I wanted to build, I wanted to build a uh, cafe racer. Perfect. Yeah. So I sourced a whole bunch of parts from old British bikes, put it all together. You know, it was matte black. Did the seat myself. You know, upholstered it and everything. No kidding. Took it downstairs. There was a uh, art show or something. Yeah. I don't really know really know what was going on. I was like focused on my bike. Care, yeah. yeah. And so I, I took it out on that side street where I guess 
the art gallery is. Yeah, yeah. And the people were there, and they thought it was a an art piece. I guess yeah, they came so, yeah. out and took some pictures and everything. I cranked it right up. <laughs> uh, thank God it cranked right up, and it was blowing fire out the back, and I rode it off. Oh, and cool. I've been on a bike ever since. Perfect. I have not stopped. I can just picture that. I almost feel like you're a cartoon character. You're trying to be sneaky and stealthy, and you're just like, dude, dude. And then you roll around the corner and you're like, oh, art gallery, all right. So yeah, there's like a whole bunch of people. It. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. yeah, let's do this. Heck so, yeah. what about you? How'd you get into it? Kind of the same thing. I'm, I mean, we're pretty much the same age. Our generation was, you know, you come in when the street lights come on. That's how it was in the neighborhoods I grew up in. So, you know, rollerblading, skateboarding, BMX, that kind of stuff. And then, kind of like you, always, um, somebody always had a motorcycle. Uh, luckily, I was kind of around it with my family being motorcycle people. But there were spots in my life where, you know, like my dad wouldn't have one, but he always had a friend that had one. So it was kind of always around. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of grew up in that lifestyle. And then, um, kind of like you, got a little dirt bike in high school, tinkered a little bit with stuff. And I always knew I would have one, didn't know how I was going to get one. We didn't grow up wealthy or anything like that, but always found like little beaters that somebody was selling or fixer uppers. So, to us, like it was just cool to have something. And I, like I said, I always knew I was gonna have some kind of motorcycle in my life. I went to the military, couldn't really get one while I was in the Navy. And so when I got out, I was like, I'm gonna get something. So got a, got a little dirt bike again, kind of got back into it and then went strictly into cruisers. Um, okay. Started out with the Kawasaki Vulcan 900, which I really loved. Great beginner bike. It had, you know, didn't have a six gear and didn't have a lot of stuff, but it was perfect for what I wanted wanted to do with it. Small trips, you know, saddlebags, things like that. And then worked into, you know, Harleys and Indians and stuff like that. So not really a super diverse riding style. You know, I definitely am interested in sport bike. What dampers my experience to go to some other some of the other bikes is my height. You know? Right. Um, so I kind of have to stick to a certain type of motorcycle. And luckily with some of the bikes that I've had, they've all been kind of low and easy to ride. Yeah. But I love all kinds of bikes. You know, a funny story, we had a BMW scooter, it was a 650 GT or something. It was here in the service department. And a lot of the guys back there were like, somebody want to test ride this thing? Uh, don't really want to ride it. And I was like, I want to ride it. I think this would be fun. And I swear I had the most fun on that 650 GT scooter. It's so much fun. And I pulled off the side of the road on Clyde Fant and I called my dad and I was like, dad, you got to come down and ride this before this dude picks up this bike because it was so much fun he's like if you ever call me in the middle of the day telling me how much fun you had on a scooter i'm not going to accept the car just give me crap but he, he's yeah. like but then it came down to he's like really you want it's okay if i come ride it so yeah he rode it that same day and we we're like smiling from ear to ear oh that's cool so really what the point is is it doesn't really matter what you ride it's still fun if you ride a 650 gt to a vespa to a gtl or indian or harley yeah we're all in the same wind and we're all doing the same thing which is enjoying life and having yep. a good time enjoying motorcycles yeah i mean dude there's nothing like the therapy of two wheels right you know you can have the worst day mm -hmm. but as soon as you throw your leg over that bike right and just take off yep you're so much better you focus on riding you're alone with your thoughts yep um and those those bad thoughts just kind of slowly trickle away yep. until you know, you're home, you got a smile on your face for the most part. Right. And for that that one moment in time, you're by yourself, you're taking that time by yourself and taking that time with yourself. You're right. And, it's, yeah. and that's what's kind of hard about my job is how do you explain that to somebody that's never rode before? How do you say like all that stuff to somebody who's like, well, I don't know what that feels like. And you kind of say like, well, do you remember riding a bike as a kid and like taking your legs off the pedals and just kind of floating around? Well, yeah, kind of. Well, 
that's what it's like, but better. Yeah. And so, and like a lot of the stories I try to tell is what I really enjoy about riding motorcycles, and especially in the spring or fall, you can you feel all aspects of the ride. You feel the wind. You can smell in the spring. You can smell the trees changing. You can smell the pine on the pine trees heating up. You can smell the grass that's freshly cut. You can smell good things. You can smell bad things. You can feel the wind. Yeah. The rains, you feel it. So it's a full body experience. That's really hard to explain unless you just do it. Right. Right. And that's the thing too. It's if you're wanting to get into this, mm -hmm. if you want to get into motorcycling, you know, one of the first things you should probably do is take the course. For sure, one. And that, I mean, that $125, $150 investment in yourself right. will teach you, I mean, even if you come away with it without wanting to ride a bike ever again, yeah. you come away with the knowledge of what a motorcyclist is, what they're what they're doing and you'll you'll learn how to be a better driver you yeah defensive driving or even looking out for a motorcyclist right you know like the big yellow signs you see every look twice save a life yeah the stuff that abate you know louisiana abate chapter puts out information is key and like you said take the course it's not going to hurt anything yeah you know, there's there's plenty of great videos on youtube in class training is amazing because you actually get to ride the bike you get to do a, a training course another great avenue is just talking to people yeah. talking to people who are in the industry and little tips and tricks really some of these old school bikers i'm not trying to like pigeonhole entire group of people but some of those people are so set in their ways sometimes they're not the best people to listen to just because they've been doing it one way mm -hmm. it might not be the safest it might have worked for them so yeah. really i hope to with this what we're doing here is to get the information out there to guide you in the best direction that we feel is fit for a new rider or an experienced rider or somebody that's kind of in between yeah. say hey guys you know i've been riding a couple years but i feel like i might need to new, do this so we'll get you in contact with Teresa neff at lsus ridingsafety.com uh, if you're worried about motorcycle laws you know we can definitely help with that with motorcycle lawyers like law tigers um, if you're worried about legislation we, or we can interview people like brick who's the abate president here in the state that's cool um, motorcycle laws and legislation fighting for your rights as a motorcyclist. So that's a lot of cool information out there. Yeah, I mean, one of the other things, that a lot of things is, well, what does it cost to, to get into motorcycling? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter how much you spend on a bike. Right. No. Just as long as you're on a bike. Yeah. Another thing we'll probably talk about too is financing. Mm -hmm. How to fix your score good enough to get the bike that you really want. Right. I'm, I'm sure showrooms all over have the cheap old entry-level bikes yep. that you're able to finance, then you're, you're taken care of. Correct. That's one of the really good things about working and being friends with your local motorcycle dealership is getting that insight. Yeah how to do certain things there's experts all over the place that's what we'll talk about too i guess so yeah. we'll, if you want to join a club or when the club meetings are or right. any other events that are happening just for the non-motorcycle rider if you want to see what it's like to be in a club or just talk to people yeah. that are in a club then we'll have that information available as well that's a great point point of context most clubs do have a a public relations type person or a secretary. Well, I'd like to even talk about events going on in our local area. Yeah, yeah, and If absolutely. there's events that somebody who's watching this has an event, let us know. We can post it however we need to. A lot of great things, and that's one thing that, you know, the motorcycle community sometimes gets a bad rap, but I would say being in it, that the motorcycle community is probably one of the most giving communities as far as 
raising money for local foundations. Mm -hmm. Whatever their cause is, the burn benefits coming up in Jefferson, Texas next month, that's going to go to burn victims and things like that. So there's yeah. all kinds of great causes out there. And really what I would say, if you're going to pigeonhole a group of motorcyclists, what most people want to do is just go out and have a good time, stress-free, less drama, and maybe raise some money for somebody and have a good time while doing it. Yeah. So really, I guess if there's anything that we can talk about, let us know. But we're an open forum, I feel, right now. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of trying to track our, our own path and yeah i don't want to put us in a box i mean i want us to we would like to center around what it is to be a motorcyclist and that's just about it everything else is is what live live game i mean we're, yeah, really. we're we can talk about anything. Yeah, I, I would say that's a great point, and we're going to use this forum as a as a way to get information out there that people who don't who maybe don't feel comfortable coming into a motorcycle shop it can be intimidating. It, yeah, bikes can be intimidating. It is scary. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, bikes can be scary if you don't respect it. But maybe the information that we pass out there, somebody might feel a little more comfortable to come into a shop and say, "Hey, nobody wants to feel like hey, I'm the new guy. That's never fun. Go to a new school and you're the new kid. That's a weird feeling." Mm -hmm. But if we can help in this way to where you can invite somebody into a dealership and they can say, hey, I'm a new rider and I don't, I'm not scared to say it. I need information. Yep. I need to know what's good for me. And any good salesperson or somebody that's in, in this industry should listen and be a good person and not try to put them on something they're going to make a ton of money on or put them on something that's going to hurt them. Right, um, right. Because that's not what this is all about. Yeah. For me, as, it's, a, it's, as a manager here at this dealership, we're not going to put you on the wrong bike. We've told people that you know, we're not going to sell you that bike. You do not need to be on that super sport. You know, you've only rode dirt bikes your entire life. And people have left out of here mad and pissed off, but I don't care. Because to me, that feels like, you know, maybe I help that person. It's or they their go down the street and buy it. But Yeah, it's their life. It really is. So it's and important to have the knowledge and information and let people feel comfortable inside. I know as long as I'm here, they, this can be a safe space. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And that's the great thing too. Like, I don't know, I came in here, the first bike I bought was five years ago. Yeah. This place, I didn't know what I wanted. No. So I just threw my leg over something. Right. And uh, the guys here were super helpful. What, I'm on bike number four? At least. I can't <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's the good thing about the motorcycle community as a whole, the motorcycle dealerships as a whole. I would say a great amount of them are very very helpful yeah and they, so. they want nothing but the best for you yep yeah and just, i mean and with the uh tying back into the riding safety stuff as a dealership here at shreveport cycles we do offer we'll pay we'll we used to pay for the course up front when somebody buys a new bike from us but we kind of got stiffed people didn't show up mm -hmm. so what we do now is you take the course show us you passed your msf ID or some kind of piece of paper that you pass. And if you buy a new bike from us, we'll refund you the money on it. That's so amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and hopefully if we get, and really, you know, I hate to say it, but it comes down to numbers and budgets and things like that. I would definitely like to push that even into the used inventory. So we're yeah. working towards that, but we just gotta, we gotta take another step and just kind of build that. Cause for me, I think I'm, I'm on board hundred percent with you that safety is key. And I would like to do my part as a dealership to help people pay for that course. Right. So yeah, that's kind of what I'd like to do. You were saying earlier, you know, if you have, you have any questions, any any comments, any ideas for us, we're we're open to them. Yeah, for sure. We're we're here to we're here for you, as yeah. the rider or as the future rider or as the existing rider. So cool. Yeah, let's do it again next time. All right, man. Awesome Good job. I think. All right. <laughs>